0: WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1
1: WIA. And you've tuned this, the February 3 edition of the WIA National News. I'm Graham VK4VB, Australia Day Honour. Congratulations go to Peter Mill, VK3APO, who has been recognised for years of community service through the Australia Day Honours. Receiving the medal, the OAM in the General Division, he was given the honour on our National Day, January 26, for service to the community, particularly in the field of radio communications. Peter, VK3APO, said, The honour caught me totally by surprise. I never dreamt of being rewarded in such a way for something I enjoy doing and contribute in a small way to the efficient use of the radio spectrum. He earned the honour after decades of voluntary service in the field that saw his early involvement with the planning of the first amateur radio repeaters in Australia. At Albury in July 1972 he was present when it was decided that the 600 hertz shift between the transmitter and frequency be adopted for repeaters on the 2 metre band. He looks after the vast Amateur Radio Victoria network as the WIA repeater and beacon coordinator responsible for ACMA applications, plus the maintenance, enhancement and submissions related to the communications for St John Ambulance Australia. During the years, he has had a lot of input on frequency assignments in consultation with users, including those for statewide or national emergency use and the deployment of new transmission modes. Peter, VK3APO, a WIA Life member, has a respect and understanding with the staff of the ACMA both at a state and federal level. He listens to other viewpoints before making a decision, is seen as a representative in many forums and readily shares his knowledge, skill and experience with others. Congratulations, Peter Mill, VK3APO.
2: Have you prepared for the last weekend in May the 2013 WIA AGM and Conference? (laughs) Once you've made it to Western Australia, you should take the opportunity to extend your stay and visit the vast country that represents this state. From a million acres in El Questro Wilderness Park to the Carey forests in the southwest, from the dolphins in Monkey Mire to the super pit in Kalgoorlie, from the beaches in Broome to the wineries in Margaret River, Western Australia is an enormous place and you should take the time to meet it head on. The 2013 WIA AGM and Conference. It's all about engaging, learning, appreciating, socialising and discovering. You'll find all the information online at the VK6 conference site, conference.vk6.net.
3: The WIA gives Australian radio amateurs and electronics enthusiasts access to an extensive range of locally and internationally sourced publications, including those from the ARRL and RSGB. Our bookshop is designed to provide you with a simple and secure way to purchase the latest amateur radio books and publications online. We use a secure commercial e-commerce gateway for all credit card transactions and delivery to your door is provided by Australia Post. Purchasing the latest in amateur radio publications is both secure and easy. We hold a wide range of the most popular publications suitable for those starting out in the hobby, as well as books popular with the more experienced hobbyists. If there is a particular publication that you are trying to locate that is not listed in our online catalogue, then we would be more than happy to help you. Please send an email with the details of the book you are looking for to bookshop at wia.org.au. Both WIA members and non-members are able to purchase from the WIA online bookshop. However, the bookshop provides significant discounts to members of the Wireless Institute of Australia. From time to time, we do run specials on some publications. So keep an eye on your amateur radio magazine each month for details. This is Mal, VK3FDSL for the WIA bookshop.
4: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In WA, it can be heard on 146.7MHz and also on 7.075MHz, relayed via the Northern Corridor Radio Group station, VK6ANC, at
5: 9am local time. And I'm James, VK6FJA. Central Victoria Radio Fest. Yes, only a week to go before the big amateur radio event is held Sunday, February the 10th at Kyneton Racecourse. Only an hour from Bendigo, Ballarat and Melbourne. Socialise, see, learn and enjoy. Entry tickets on sale from 9am with the gates opening at 10am. Free for children aged under 13. Hot breakfast from 8am and food catering throughout the day. Free tea and coffee. Commercial sellers are in the Traders Hall. There's a second-hand seller's market and a variety of club corner displays. The mini lectures are Wayne Merry VK3WAM, Summit of the Air. Kevin Forbes, VK3UKF, Things in Orbit. Drew Diamond, VK3XU, Home Brewing. And Alan Deven, VK3XPD and Michael Coleman, VK3XH, an alternative entry into Millimetre Wavebands. Ready to help you enjoy the event are volunteers from Amateur Radio Victoria and the Central Goldfields Amateur Radio Club. For full details, please visit the website radiofestamateurradio.com.au. See you at the Centre Victoria Radio Fest next Sunday, February the 10th. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1WIA.
6: This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
7: In numerology, keywords of the number 21 are communication and society, with a versatility a positive characteristic as well. But what has this got to do with amateur radio? It's just 21 days until amateur radio's big day out, where Australian amateurs will communicate socialise and show off their versatility. 21 days until Wyong Field Day, 24th of February 2013, the largest gathering in the Southern Hemisphere. The gates will open at 6.30am and the traders will open at 9am. And don't forget the free shuttle bus from Wyong Station. There'll be lucky gate prizes, a raffle, lectures, flea market and much more. Admission $15 adults under 17 free. For more information, please go to the website www.fielday.org.au. Wyong Field Day, proudly brought to you by the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club.
2: What use is an F-call? It occurred to me recently that there are people listening who don't yet have a licence of any kind. They may be listening with a shortwave receiver, a handheld, on a local CB repeater who relays the news or they may have downloaded the news from one of the many places that it's available. I've been talking about having an F-Call, or Foundation Call, that is, having passed a Foundation license and applied for an amateur radio call sign. It's a simple step to take, and one that is easy to achieve once you know how. So, if you're in a position to hear what I'm talking about, but you don't have a license, this is for you. And if you do have a license, then I have something for you shortly. Let me start off with the notion that getting an amateur radio license is hard. It's not. Let me say that again. It's not hard to get an amateur radio license. You need access to basic learning skills, the ability to understand and follow discussion. You need to be able to remember a couple of things, and you need to learn the NATO standard phonetic alphabet. In terms of electronics, there's a little maths, but nothing more sophisticated than a few fractions and some simple addition and subtraction. There is no requirement for Morse code, though I suspect once you find yourself with a license, you might want to start investigating that. I know I am. In terms of time, depending on how you do it, as a scout it will take a long weekend. You can do it online, or get a book and teach yourself, or you can go to your local amateur radio assessor who can teach you. Generally, a weekend of theory and practice, followed by an exam on the next weekend. You should budget for about 200 bucks for course materials, exam, licence application fee and coffee. Of course, that's the beginning of the journey. The Wireless Institute of Australia has much of this information available and there are several other amateur organisations in Australia who will happily help you out. As promised, if you already have a licence, then perhaps it might be helpful to go to a local science teacher or the local yacht club or community radio station and introduce the concept of amateur radio to their midst. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia,
8: this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. With International News, I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. AMSAT North America Website Compromised by Hacking AMSAT North America says that on or about January 20th, its main website at www.amsat.org was compromised by a hacker. The attack took the form of the contents of the supporting database, including non-public information, being posted on other publicly available websites. According to AMSAT, the main site was developed roughly 10 years ago by a group of AMSAT volunteers under a more benign internet environment of the time. The team that built that site is no longer associated with AMSAT, so work has been underway over the last several months to move to a more modern, maintainable and very secure infrastructure. AMSAT says that this recent breach will accelerate that activity. NAB Broadcast Engineering Conference topics announced. The National Association of Broadcasters has released a list of topics for its Broadcast Engineering Conference for its trade show this spring. For radio broadcasters, some of the more interesting programs include advanced technologies for radio, IP for radio, spectrum matters, technical regulatory issues, radio receiver technologies, AM band revitalisation, cloud-based storage and distribution and planning for safety. Also planned is a special RF boot camp called Understanding Radio and Television Transmission. This is designed for personnel who might be unfamiliar with transmission technology but should have a solid acquaintance with it, such as station and network IT personnel or small station management. The National Association of Broadcasters Convention is slated for April 6 to the 11th in Las Vegas, Nevada. The 21st Century phone booth emerges in NYC. In the wake of Superstorm Sandy, the humble phone booth took on a renewed importance in the metro New York area. This has cut off residents' used payphones to try to connect with one another during and after the emergency. New York City has officially launched a plan to transform payphones into giant touchscreens that provide city information, emergency broadcasts and local business deals. Located in the same places as existing phone booths, The new platforms are to be operated as a partnership between New York City, Cisco Corporation and City 24-7. These smart screens were tested in a pilot project, but now are live across the city and appear to be very reliable. Like traditional phone booths, they will also serve as a communication tool during emergencies, but in a far more sophisticated way. For instance, in the event of another disaster like Hurricane Sandy, the screens will become two-way distress devices that let citizens call for help or receive instructions about how to find safety. Welcome to the phone booth of the 21st century. Promoting amateur radio in the Philippines, the inaugural regional rad show Radio City is at City of Fernando on February the 4th to the 9th. And IARU Member Society, the Philippine Amateur Radio Association, PARA, is participating. The conference trade event of the National Telecommunications Commission is organised with the Regional Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council and Philippine Red Cross. It aims to create an awareness of radio communications during disasters. HAM emergency radio operators have shown their value during recent typhoons. PARA has been invited to Radshow to hold examinations for prospective radio amateurs. Foundation licensed DY exam seminars will be led by Alex Lagusma for F3LA, who is the PARA manager for DU3. And finally, if you're lucky enough to be travelling to the USA for Dayton, listen up. Reservations and tickets are now available for the 24th annual Dayton Top Band Dinner, slated for Friday evening, May 17th. This year's venue is the presidential ballroom of the Crown Plaza Hotel in downtown Dayton, Ohio. Social hour is at 6.15pm and the dinner begins at 7.15pm. All times are eastern daylight. Noted top band enthusiast Larry Tree Tyree, N6TR, will be this year's featured speaker.
6: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. This is Ian, VK7, India Romeo.
0: News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA.
8: Hi, this is Ed, VK2JI from the Central Coast ARC. And I'm happy to report that all is arranged for the upcoming mini-contest university at Wyong on the 23rd of February. The venue is booked, the equipment arranged, a full programme of lectures in place and even the location of the field day and MCU dinner is set. The flow of attendee registrations has been very encouraging, but we still have room for a few more. However, only those that registered before the end of January will be entered into the prize draw for the DX handbook. Full details about the MCU and the field day itself can be found on the web at www.fieldday.org.au 73 and see you at Wyong. This is Ed, VK2JI.
9: That address for the Field Day, as with all addresses, best found when you read the text edition on wia.org.au. Now with further news from the DX world, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Alpine Ski World Championship Special Event Every Austrian amateur radio operator has the chance to operate with the special call sign OE 2013 stroke their own suffix now until February 18. Activity is to celebrate the Alpine Ski World Championships 2013 taking place in Schladming. An award is available for three different classes gold, platinum and diamond. The award may be worked in the following modes CW, SSB, digital mixed and QRP. F6ITD will be on the airstroke FG from Guadeloupe and Two Islands between now until March 25. He will be using SSB and the digital modes. Logs will be uploaded to both Club Log and Logbook of the World. QSL via his home call F6ITD, direct or via the Bureau. Special Event Station 8J6HAM will be operational from the island of Kyushu, Japan until March 3rd. Activities in celebration of the 12th West Japan Ham Fair with operations on all bands and using many modes. QSL via the JARL Bureau. AA9A will again be active from Antigua between February 11th and the 20th using the new call sign V24A. Operations should be on 160 through 10 metres using CW, SSB and possibly RITI. QSL via his home call sign AA9A direct or via the Bureau. 8N119T Celebrating the 65th anniversary of the Tokyo Fire Department, 119 is the emergency fire ambulance number in Japan, on now until March 25 on all HF bands and modes. F6KAP expected to be active from Uganda as 5X8C between February the 6th to the 18th, from a location some 20 kilometres from Nantipi Airport. 5X8CX has announced that they will comply with the last IAAU band plan for 40 metres for the region. With the frequencies of the PSK and radio moved to 7040 and 7042 kHz. Award News 2013 Jim Linton, VK3PC, tells us of the first award for all Victorian national parks. The honour of the first Keith Roger Memorial National Parks Award by operating from all 45 parks goes to Peter Fraser, VK3ZPF. Award Manager Tony Hemling, VK3VTH, says this is a great effort that has taken several years of dedication to achieve. Well done and congratulations. Not only did Peter BK3ZPF operate portable from all national parks, but also worked 25 of them on the 20 metre, 40 metre and 80 metre bands. In addition, he made contact with 25 on mixed bands and 15 on 40 metres. So far, Amateur Radio Victoria has issued 13 certificates and a few more are expected, particularly after their third KRMNPA activity weekend on November 15th to the 17th. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA.
4: Worldwide Special Interest Groups Females in Radio BRF Young Ladies Award The international DX group Brave Radio Friends has instituted the Young Ladies Award. The award is open to all amateur radio operators and, on a heard basis, to shortwave listeners under the same rules. Each YL worldwide only counts once with her personal call sign. Club call signs or special event stations also count, provided that it is clear from the QSL card that the station was operated by a YL. In this case, however, each call sign only counts once – even if it was operated by different YLs. QSL cards by YLSWLs also count towards the award. There are no time restrictions and contacts can have been made or heard prior to the start of this award. There is no award fee. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. NASA transmits Mona Lisa image to an orbiter at the Moon. As part of the first demonstration of laser communication with a satellite orbiting the Moon, Scientists with NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter Program have successfully transmitted an image of the Mona Lisa to the spacecraft from Earth using only a high-powered laser. The digitised image travelled some 240,000 miles from the Next Generation Satellite Laser Ranging Station at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Centre in Greenbelt, Maryland, to the Lunar Orbiter Laser Altimeter instrument on the spacecraft. By transmitting the image piggybacked on laser pulses that are routinely sent to track the device's position, the team achieved simultaneous laser communication and satellite location. The success of the laser transmission was verified by returning the image to Earth using the spacecraft's radio telemetry system. NASA to add an expandable module to the ISS NASA has officially signed a contract to attach an inflatable private module to the International Space Station. Under the agreement announced on January 11th, NASA will pay $17.8 million to the Nevada-based private spaceflight firm Bigelow Aerospace for the company's expandable activity module, or BEAM, which will be attached to the Orbital Lab as a technology demonstration. NASA officials have said that BEAM could be on orbit about two years after getting official approval. The module will likely be launched by one of the agency's contract cargo carriers such as SpaceX or Orbital Sciences Corporation. To Worldwide Special Interest Group's radio amateur old-timers.
6: Hello everyone, the old-timers are back again. This is Clive, VK6, Charlie Sierra Whiskey, letting you know that tomorrow, Monday, February the 4th, you can hear the first of this year's Radio Amateurs' Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly newscasts. Tomorrow's feature is the story behind the issuing of a US patent for a wireless telegraphy system years before Marconi was even born. The principal HF transmission is on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband. At zero one hundred UTC... The transmission is beamed north from Melbourne for eastern states listeners, and at 0200 UTC, the transmission is beamed westward for VK6 listeners. Also at 0200 UTC, Barry, VK6 Whiskey Foxtrot, will be transmitting on 40 metres on 7060 kHz lower sideband for West Australian country listeners beyond our linked repeater system coverage. South Australian listeners may well be able to copy this transmission too. Numerous other local relays occur throughout the day on various HF and VHF frequencies. To find the times and frequencies for your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to listen to this interesting half-hour of old time and news, information and stories, and of course, callbacks afterwards from all listeners are very welcome. So, once again, the RAOTC Monthly Bulletin can be heard tomorrow, Monday, February the 4th. from Clive, VK6CSW.
4: Thanks Clive, and still with the old timers and W2LPT honoured with a 75-year award, Quarter Century Wireless Association Palm Beach Chapter member Seymour Levine, W2LPT, is to be presented with a prestigious 75-year award from QCWA National Headquarters. W2LPT was first licensed in 1938 in New York City. The ceremony was to take place at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Riviera Beach, Florida. In addition to the award, Levine was also to be presented with a life membership in the national QCWA. Well done to him. Worldwide special interest groups, radio scouting. Scout radio hams identified. Helping to further raise the profile of amateur radio at the Jamboree on the Air held each October and at other gatherings of scouts is the identification of those already licensed. The latest to join this recognition is the Boy Scouts of America that has a special patch to be displayed on their uniforms. It follows the Scouts Australia initiative, which has a badge on the right sleeve of the uniform. A similar change has happened in the Netherlands. Now all BSA youth members and adult leaders who also hold a licence are eligible to wear the patch with the words amateur radio operator. The American Scouts have long given a similar recognition, starting with the Wireless Merit Badge in 1914 and moving to the Radio Merit Badge in 1924. The latest move in Australia, the Netherlands and now US readily identifies the achievement and promotes the hobby, with the first exposure to it for many being through the Scouts.
1: Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Why an involvement in flooding? The Queensland VK4 flood disaster continues, but as the state begins its big clean-up and recovery phase, a picture of emergency communications provided by radio amateurs is starting to emerge. Initial reports from your McLeod, VK4 ERM, WIA National Wison Coordinator, are that HF links were requested by Queensland Water Police from Brisbane to Cairns. Other Wison help was given to the Townsville and Rockhampton regions pending repair of Telstra of its fibre optic cables to the north. Widespread power and communication disruption will take a number of days of work by repair crews. No more is immediately known about Weissen and its emergency role, but this should be learnt before next weekend's broadcast. At least six people have died in Queensland, others are missing, many thousands are homeless and sheltering in relief centres, while some towns remain inundated and isolated. The weather system, ex-tropical cyclone Oswald, that caused record flooding in many areas, moved south from Queensland to affect parts of New South Wales. Garrick 2013 in Switzerland. The
4: Global Amateur Radio Emergency Conference is the premier annual event attended by those with an interest in amateur radio providing emergency communications during training exercises or in response to disasters. Since it was first held in 2005, the conference has taken place in all three IARU regions and is open to all emergency communications groups. Garrick returns to IARU Region 1 to be held in Zurich, Switzerland between the 25th to the 28th of June, preceding the famous Ham Radio Exhibition in Germany so people can enjoy both events. General information on GAREC 2013 and registration details are now available at www.garec2013.ch. Amongst the draft topics are the relevance of amateur radio emergency communications in the First World and Hamnet High Speed Data Network, along with IARU regional reports and presentations from groups with recent disaster relief communications operations. I'm Brian, VK3GR.
3: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Banana Shire region, it can be heard on VK4 RCQ 2 metre repeater on 147MHz every Sunday morning at 9am. From the Banana Star Repeater Association, I'm Brandon, VK4 FABB.
1: WIA National News, the social scene. February 10 in VK3, the Centre Victoria Hamfest at Kyneton, Feb 23 in VK2, the Wyong Mini Contest, the University at the Wyong Racecourse, and the Wyong Field Day itself the following day, the Sunday, February 24. March 24 in VK7 is Meet the Voice Barbecue at Ross. May 3 to 5 in VK4, the Clareview Amateur Radio Weekend. May 24 to 26, VK6, the WIA AGM and Conference in Perth. July 20, VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. August 17, 18 is the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. Then up north, the VK4 and the North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention. It happens at Charters Towers, October 3 through 7. November 2 and VK4, the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at Albert Waterways Hall. November 3 and VK5, the Hamfest at Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society, Goodwood. November 15-17, to 17, VK3, Victorian National Parks Weekend, and also in VK3, November 24, Southern Peninsula, Amateur Radio Club, Rosebud Radio Fest. I'm Graham VK4BB. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and until then, walk softly.
0: In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.